two hosts. Tell me the most interesting thing on your mind right now. Sorry, I, 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 I was working on something. What was that? Two guests. You know, you guys really suck. Why is the floor wet? One inept producer. I'm just saying, you guys don't have that same thing before sex? I've got a checklist. Four intriguing topics. They talk, you listen. Disappointment follows. Welcome to That Was Disappointing. Remember to tip your veal and try the waitress. Right, you sports ball fans out there. Yay, sports ball. It's a pretty, pretty big time of year for the sports ballers, uh, particularly the ones who enjoy the old pig skin and the the gladiatorial efforts on the gridlock or the gridiron, gridiron, whatever it's called. <laughs> gridlock. God. <laughs> the gridlock. Yeah, never called it ever. that ever. You can hey, tell your fuckers, at least I knew it was a grid something, okay? Just be glad that I know that there's like three outs in a touchdown before you get to the field goal soccer line, so it's all good. So, everybody, if you haven't figured it out, we're here to talk about the Super Bowl. Funny thing is, we're only going to guess at who's going to go because we're recording this before the fucking playoffs are done. So, from what I understand, according to my uh, my fellow sports ballers who actually know what they're talking about, we're looking at the Bengals at the Chiefs, and then we have the 49ers versus the Rams. So we have some thoughts. Well, I don't. Everybody else does on who's going to get there, but we'll get to that enough. You are back with That Was Disappointing, your favorite group of ne'er-do-wells and dumbasses, and I am your... One of your hosts, Art, and you got other host here, Joe. How are you doing, Dingbat? I am disappointed that the Ravens are not in the playoffs. Same. Oh, and that's Justin yeah. who just piped in. Justin, welcome back. We got producer Kenny over here. Hey, guys. What's up? And to round it out, we have the king shit bag of them all, Mr. Chris. How you doing? He returned. Thank you. He's Thank finally you back. It's only been, I don't know, like months he since he was here. I <laughs> only came back because Joe Lex asked me to come back. So thank you, Joe. That's I'm true. Chris, Chris decided he was better off without our show, and uh, we groveled to him, and he came back. So thank yeah, you. We, we saw a big dip in numbers, and we were like, yeah, we need Chris. That's right. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. Well, we need to bring those numbers back down, so the only way to do that is to have Chris on the air. Chris, I just saw you take a big old pool of something nice and tan in your glass. What is that? So... It's a special occasion because I was asked to come back, so I am actually having a little bit of Blue Label this evening. Ooh. Mm. Hey, Sounds Rich good. Yes. So smoky. <laughs> so smoky. What about you, Justin? You got anything on your hand today? Uh, I, I'm a fan of Angry Orchard, and call it what you will, I like the strawberry. I believe it's a limited edition, but it tastes like candy, and I'm good with it. Hey, that. man. It drinks and gets the job done. That's all that Indeed. matters. Same. How are you, producer Kenny? What do you got? Oh, I'm having a end zone cocktail, which is wheat beer, hard lemonade, garnished with a lemon wedge. Go Ravens. <laughs> Go Ravens. Go Ravens. <laughs> all right, Lex, what sort of weirdo concoction do you got in your goblet tonight? Um, I think it's whiskey and cherry Pepsi, but I did have a question. Um oh. 
kind of whiskey? Uh, it is a. Uh, oh shit. Okay. Seagram. 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 Never had oh shit. Um, okay. <laughs> Never. Um, yeah, always, I haven't tried that one. We always talk about our viewership and like the countries we're hitting and whatnot. Is Ukraine one of the countries where we have viewers or listeners? Because um, by the time this podcast airs, they might be steamrolled by Russia. And I'm just wondering if. Uh, perhaps we might lose a couple viewers no we're actually going to gain the entire ussr or whatever the oh my god too soon that, that's too it's soon it's gonna be yeah. fine <laughs> what are you thinking mother russia we love you what are you drinking art oh i am uh getting to the end of my captain's table 40 plus year old canadian whiskey and it has been a delightful ride the entire time so that is what i'm doing that's the way you're whole yes it is joe thank you very much sounds tasty uh quick uh, update uh we do not apparently have any uh listeners in the ukraine uh, well fuck not ukraine then putin is listening so oh, i was gonna say not within the last 28 days but no that's not true um we even in the last 90 days we didn't have them but uh we do have some action in japan and uh iran i'm good so with that that so there you go i'm good with Aragato. that what'd you say they can Joe? sense the toyota family oh, there you go yeah <laughs> okay that's that's good times so let's get into this bullshit shall we uh, you know me, I'm going to always skirt the line around the actual topic at hand and do something that's tangential. Why are so you leading this off? Why are you leading this off? Uh, because producer Kenny said so, so I'm doing it. Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have spoken. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, kid. That's right, Joe. Um, so, what? let's be honest. Why do we all tune into the Super Bowl? <laughs> and it's not to watch the lingerie bowl. It's to watch the fucking commercials. That's why we're all there. Let's let's not lie. Because there's been some shitty Super Bowl years, but every time the commercials are usually pretty dope. So here's what you get. An unlimited budget, and you are told to create the most dope Super Bowl commercial ever. Now, what would that be? You got all the money. All the money. So I would like to uh, take a cue from our Olympics episode and use the foundation of this big fuck i would hire michael bay to to, to direct this big fuck off commercial Bosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where's my blanche i can't find it you made me laugh too hard damn it where is it you suck hard keep going i know Come on. keep going buddy okay so i would uh i tell you i'm gonna find it one of these things so i am going to have him direct it i'm gonna get the budweiser clydesdales to show up they are <laughs> going to be the main stars we're gonna have them voiced by will arnett and all the cast of bojack horseman <laughs> nice. we're gonna have them basically do a remake of the last three james bond movies no time to die specter and skyfall we're gonna have a big mashup it's all gonna happen like all over the world there's gonna be parkour horses talking cussing there's gonna be shit blowing up what how long is this ad I have unlimited money, so it's going to be one of those like BMW ads where it's like three minutes long and it's a short film. <laughs> of course, Jason Statham's going to show up at some he, point. He's going to take that entire commercial break. Oh, yeah. It's all like, yeah. Rush! 
in this huge tanker full of diamonds. Craw, craw. <laughs> and that's exactly what happens at the very end as the Budweiser stallions are leading away this massive chase on a McLaren. And then out of nowhere comes fucking Jason Statham on a fucking parachute, lands on the car and says, I'm going to need this ride. And that he's going to get in there and beat the shit out of them. He's going to do some cocaine. And then Michael Bay's going to join him on set. And they're all going to do coke together. And it's going to be an explosion of America and fireworks and eagle. And then you're just going to hear that that Toby Keith song, We'll Put a Boot in Your Ass. And then it'll say, brought to you by PBS. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Even better. Yeah. There was a lot there. Yeah, there was a, that was a lot follow there. that? And it all sucked. All right, so... <laughs> so I done what you have to do? Up. All right, Joe, let's hear yours. I oh, can't hey. wait. Let's, let's, let's hear your... <laughs> Go ahead, just do it. <laughs> no, I think that anything that airs during the Super Bowl, especially in, in, in recent years, has been terrible. Like, you know, there are no decent ads that I remember from year to year to year. And, you know, well, it has to be heartless bastard. Well, it has to be like a reverend. It, it has to be stupid. It has to be stuff that you don't care about. It doesn't have to have Michael Bay and have a $50 million budget. It has to have. Look, I am thinking back to the ad. And this is this was prior, I believe, to the dot bat bubble bursting. But it was a wait. So internet you're going, wait, how far back? It, it's, Late nineties. Oh, geez. It, it, it's the a dot net bubble was, bursting. Is that what? <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> dot dot net. Okay. okay, not the dot com, but yeah. when the dot but net collapsed later. The internet. <laughs> we didn't hear well, about that one so much. That. But I remember <laughs> that was when Prodigy <laughs> fell. It was a dark day. Well, I was thinking about the yeah when the bubble burst um there were um one of the companies literally had a super bowl ad um that they paid i i think in the neighborhood of two and a half million dollars for and the reason i know that is because the ad had a dancing chimpanzee and literally that's all that's what the ad was was the chimpanzee dancing and then at the end there 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 were just some words that splashed up there on the screen and said we just wasted two two and a half million dollars and it was like you know you, you know that's the you know and I, I i i can't remember what company that was it was something stupid but that's hub.net <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, but uh, but no, it it has to be something stupid because that's what makes it memorable. So, um, you know, I don't care about the the unlimited budget; just make it stupid, and people will be talking about it, and that will make the ultimate ad. That is the end of my statement. BDJ. Mm-hmm. Boring. <laughs> Okay, Justin or Chris, one of you guys do better than that. I'm ready. I'm ready. Go ahead, if, go uh, ahead Justin. Okay. Well, of course, uh, I have a bias. I've worked for Toyota for the last 15 years, and the new Tundra comes out as the 2022 model, and have seeming seeing a few of them, uh, I've fallen in love. Being a fan of trucks, being a fan of off-roading, and to me. The best Super Bowl commercial is showing a new Tundra with its twin turbo engine showing how badass it is. 
and you know, wasn't there a ton something of commercial... plowing through the mud? You know, just there was a showing Super Bowl... Toyota's rugged reliability and just how awesome they are. So, God, there was... are you fucking with me? There was no. a, a Toyota commercial and uh, on a Super Bowl many years back. Uh, God, I want to say post 2011 because that's when the shuttle went down. But a Tundra pulling a shuttle. <laughs> across yes, the bridge absolutely yes yes, yes. that was the that previous one. that was when the previous generation but i i i harpen back to the old uh toyota commercials when the celica the uh 99 2000 celica first came out and they had the commercials where it it. it had like the dog running up again and running into the back of it and it said you know the new celica looks fast because it wasn't actually fast, but it looked fast. <laughs> it was not actually fast. And it had the old man, you know, uh, his slow fist. down. And it was sitting slow there parked down. on the side of the road. You know, Toyota used to always have the best commercials. And I feel like they could get back to that because the new Tundra is freaking awesome. From front to back, it is a badass truck. And that's coming from an insider. But, you know, of course, I'm biased. But, you know, I feel like they could do a lot with that. Okay. Okay. Chris, the hell is that? (laughs) So, so I I agree. I'm, I'm biased for car commercials. I think they're great. But one of the things that I would do if I had an unlimited budget is, you know how sometimes they have multiple commercials during the Super Bowl that all tie together at the mm-hmm. end. Oh, yeah. So I would do something kind of like that, but I would do like a flash of a close-up of like a flesh hairy skin and you don't know what it is. <laughs> and then have a website at the bottom. <laughs> okay. And then, go, and, then, and then you would get somebody Tell to go me to the more. Website, and then you would go to like after halftime, there'd be another one and another one. And when you went to the website and you pieced it together, it would be a giant hairy ball sack that said, not balls, buy a Tundra. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, okay. And it would go so viral. You know, on that note, on that note, uh, uh, the Tundra, they put a ton of Easter eggs on the new Tundra. And I've seen it with my own eyes. I haven't physically decoded it, but I've been told what it says that I, I don't know if you know, but around the windshield, there is all that, that dot matrix, all those little mm-hmm. black dots around your windshield. Well, on the new Tundra, there is uh, long dots and small dots. That is Morse code. And if you decode it, it says badass truck around the windshield of the new Tundra. Really? I think that would be a good topic for the, the cars episode. Yes. <laughs> Bring me back. Cars episode. Yes. Yes. I feel I, we've gotten away from Super Bowl. I apologize, but but, but, but the, the point back to my Super Bowl commercial idea is, you know, there's a lot of commercials that have something that they show on the screen that has nothing to do with the actual product. Oh yeah. Well, so more by doing that, even better. Be- <laughs> what I'll say is, this is probably like, we're all wrong. This Super Bowl commercial from 1990 starring Jay Leno is the best one. Interesting letter, guy writes, Dear Jay, don't you think it's a crime that football players get paid so much for doing what they enjoy? You know what I get for doing these commercials? (laughs) And I don't even have to get my head kicked in. (laughs) 
See, now that <laughs> was a quality. Pretty bad. <laughs> then again, right, so was, was the dancing saying. gorilla. There's nothing here, man. What is this? This is radio. So is this the show now? Like, this is what you guys do? Yep. Right. That's, that's Let, been a while since I've been here. Basic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. He trades just wasting two million bucks. For it's gotten worse. <laughs> the, the, the bad part is that actually people Number like this apparently that, that's amazing that's good that's good you guys are on to something i, I like so. it anyway yeah. Kenny, go ahead oh well you kind of took me off my uh my keel there um yeah I'm, i mean uh, come on anybody who's gonna in, in a commercial is gonna get the points for me but then you played all that shit at the end and i'm like i don't know man it has nothing to do with the the thing but you know yeah, yeah I, I, i'm gonna have to go with the chris and the close-up of the pictures of the balls with the mosaic i feel like that uh justin should get the assist because you know he kind of came out and i said did it. use yes yeah he came out with the tundra thing so all right good for that one <laughs> You lose, Joe. <laughs> you lose, Art. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's new? <laughs> what is new? <laughs> they would. They were. All right. There. Speaking of Justin, Justin, you're up. Man. All right. So, uh, what was your first Super Bowl, and what do you remember as your first? Like, what, what, uh, what shows up in your memories as the first Super Bowl? And for me, it was in 1992, the Bills and the Redskins. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, I have, you know, uh, I was eight years old at this time, born in 84. So I'm eight years old. And I can remember playing in my basement, pretending to be football players. And I, I had bits and pieces of this memory, but you know, at the time the Ravens didn't exist. So we were Redskins fans. Yep. And I can Ooh. remember being excited <laughs> about this Super Bowl. And it actually took place on my mother's birthday, uh, January 26th of 92. And I can remember playing football in the basement. I couldn't tell you who I was playing with. I have to imagine Kenny was there, but I don't know if we had family in town. I don't know. I the, being eight years old, the memories are foggy. But Nine. I remember that it was a Redskins Bills Super Bowl, and we were playing some sort of childhood football in the basement and having a good time with it. So ninety two was my uh, pimp player hustler days, so I probably wasn't watching it. But yeah, well, you know, maybe and you weren't there, but. Someone was there playing with me in the basement. I don't know. Who it, was. it could have been a bunch of my imaginary friends, but he set up a bunch of his stuffed animals. Basement. It could have been that. I don't know, but I remember the I remember the Redskins were involved. Washington football team. Yeah. Excuse me. At the time, they were the Redskins. My bad. The woke community can. 
email me or whatever but <laughs> at that time they were the redskins and i'm gonna leave it at that uh, cool story bro fuck jack <laughs> fuck jack can't cook fuck daniel Snyder. joe what's say. your thought on the subject um so the very first super bowl that i remember i believe it was 89 i want to say it was when joe montana and the 49ers blew out the broncos it was like i, I that think that was 1990 that, sir okay well well it, it was from the 89 season so, so it was played in 1990 sure, but it right. was uh but uh it was an absolute slaughter and it was uh it, it it was one of those games that that was just a laugher like you know what i mean and uh and then it was a year after that that i believe that's when the bills started their run of futility yes uh, correct correct four straight yep. super bowls four uh, that they lost mm-hmm. and um so that's what so my earliest memories of the big game, uh, because obviously this was prior to the Ravens coming to town. And also I had to, you know, I, I had to watch national teams rather than local teams, but was a blowout and then just horrible futility. And uh, I, I have to give one of my coworkers props because he said, you know, something that a lot of people might not know is that, you know, they draw up or not draw up. They they make T-shirts for both the winning and losing teams in like the Super Bowl because you don't know who's going to win. And like, you know, you have to run the gear out there really, really quick out there on the field after the game ends. Mm-hmm. So what they do is the team that loses, they give that gear uh, to like third world countries and whatnot just you know rather than waste it so So they can all live a lie elsewhere the the joke my (laughs) friend had was that in these countries the buffalo bill the buffalo bills must be like a juggernaut (laughs) i like how in this some third world country they're in an alternate reality timeline dynasty it's they all it's all topsy turvy. We're all the losers or the winners. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's great. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's a good one. Yeah. Yep. Chris, what do you think? What's your uh, I, I, Well, you know, honestly, my my first um, Super Bowl that I remember was the Redskins and the um, and the uh, Bills. So that which was ninety two, and then I remember um, the Cowboys two years in a row beat the bills uh as Following well blew them out, blew them out. <laughs> blew, blew, yeah just destroyed them and i remember watching yep. that with three and four father. 93 and 94 <laughs> yes <laughs> with my father and then i think um who was the head coach of the cowboys was it jimmy, jimmy johnson? johnson jimmy johnson jimmy was johnson. the head coach yes. of the cowboys so like during the Super Bowl, you know how they like they show certain things about Jimmy Johnson and whoever it was. Well, they showed Jimmy Johnson's boat during one of the things. It was Jimmy Johnson's boat that was like, and it wasn't even a good picture of it. It was like it was like on land with a cover half ripped off of it. And they're like, oh, this is Jimmy Johnson's like 30-foot Larson. And my father's like, oh, that's the same boat I have. And I was like, yeah, but it, why did they show that? It looks like shit. I was like a little kid. I was like, it doesn't even look impressive. Like he's the fucking head coach of a national championship team of a Super Bowl fucking team. And he's got a boat that looks like some fucking homeless guy lives in it. And and it was just very funny that they showed that on that 
national TV and they were actually talking about it like the next day. <laughs> They're like, why would they show that? And like, if you see a clip of it somewhere, it's pretty fucking funny. Like the boat's not even in the water. You know how like you take I, a picture of a boat with like palm trees around it? It was like in the middle of a fucking storm. The boat was covered and the fucking cover blew halfway <laughs> off of it. And I'm like, that doesn't, it's not even impressive. Like, I don't want to be a head coach of a team now, dad. Like, <laughs> if it was like the first Super Bowl, um, you, you, you know, just because as you mentioned, they did play in back-to-back years. And I believe yes. that the first, their first game was just an absolute blowout uh, yeah. you know, by, by, by way of the Cowboys. So typically when there's a blowout like that, if it's during the regular season, then they might go to, like another game or something like that. And that if it's in like the Super Bowl, you know, you can't really do that. So perhaps yeah. they were just trying to liven it up and talk about something I, else. That's I all think, I can. I think that's exactly what it was because there wasn't much happening in the game. Like the game wasn't even <laughs> exciting to watch. Yeah. So they're like, well, I guess we'll talk about Jimmy Johnson and his personal shit that he owns. And I was it just, it was just very, very funny. And I, that stuck out in my head of one of the things that I remember from watching a Super Bowl um, as a kid. So yeah, so there. Well, That's that. I <laughs> I I have to say I'm genuinely curious about what Art has to say for this topic because um I'm pretty sure that even though the Rams are in the NFC Championship game this weekend, that he doesn't even know that the Rams are located in Los Angeles. So they moved from St. Louis when you were they're not St. Louis. What? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you ruined it. Sorry. Go ahead, Art. They were in St. Louis in 2002. <laughs> when they played the Titans? That's the uh, year I graduated. Yay. No, they played that? the Patriots in 2002. No, in 99, I oh, think. In, was, in 2000, the Rams played the Titans. And sorry, in 2000, yeah. 99 season. Uh, no. Um, I, I My first memory of a Super Bowl is in 1994 when it was the second head off between Dallas and Buffalo Bills. And the reason was because I didn't know shit from Shinola with with football, but I kept hearing about it for two years in a row. And at that point, I swore, I was like, is it always the same teams that play every year? Is that how this works? <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't understand. I also didn't care, but that's just my understanding at the time. So, yeah, I just remember that school year. I mean, Christ, I think I was going into like um, somewhere in middle school, I think. Seventh? Uh, yeah, seventh grade sounds about right. Sounds about seventh. right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I didn't know anything. I just remember walking around the halls wearing my fucking, you know, ripped up t- jeans with my Green Day t-shirt and hearing I, people talk about that. <laughs> I, I, I remember from that era because, you know, the, the back in the early, you know, 90s, mid 90s, you know, uh, that the, the Cowboys were like America's team. And I was I, I wanted a cowboy starter jacket so oh, bad. Everybody oh, everybody wanted yeah. this. Yeah. And, and my parents jackets. would not get me one because they thought that I was going to get murdered. And oh, that's right. Kids take my jacket. That's right. There's all these stories about kids getting beat up so for, the, I got, for the starter jackets. I got a cowboy's jacket from Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> that was. <laughs> yeah. It looked like a starter jacket, but like the logo was off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> 
Wow. It's as, uh, that jacket was as legit as Joe's accent. It was an about-to-begin jacket. <laughs> Mafioso. Made man. That was uh, Joe's audition for The Sopranos, just so you know. <laughs> How would you score this, Kenny? Well, I'm fascinated by the idea that in somewhere in a third world country uh, that people believe that, uh, you know, things happen here that didn't happen here. And, and I, I would love to meet the person that's a huge Bills fan. So, you know, <laughs> I'll go ahead and give the points to Joe on this. All right. And that's and that's actually pretty uh, that's actually is a good segue because I actually had the next topic and. Uh, my and my topic is uh, um, who is going to be uh, well, who is going to be playing in the big game, and who is your pick to win? Uh-huh. Um, so, <laughs> so um, obviously, we are recording this uh, prior to the AFC Championship and NFC Championship games. Um, I'm really conflicted with the AFC Championship because I don't like either teams. Um, you know, I well. <laughs> I, I should preface this, but it's not that I don't like Patrick Mahomes. I don't like his fiance and his brother because they are annoying as shit. His brother is a TikTok influencer. That's apparently a thing. That is and such a valid reason to root against the football team. Seriously. Seriously. Everything like, you just said disgusts at, me. He was at a Washington game earlier on this year when they were honoring the late Sean Taylor and uh, pregame, he was dancing on top of Sean Taylor's number. And uh, it, it just, you, know, you, you just want to strangle this kid. And uh, so that makes me root against the chiefs, but at the same time too, you also have the Bengals who are the Ravens rivals who I want to root against too, because they threw for, 500 yards against the Ravens um, week 15, week 16, something like that. And they, you know, the Ravens were completely depleted on defense, on offense. And they were making out like the Bengals made out after the game, like they were playing against the 84 bears. So, I mean, you know, that pissed me off. So I will say that the chiefs are going to win just because Mahomes, he's the best QB as far as I'm concerned in football uh, on the NFC side. I think that, Art's hometown team, the Rams, are going to win. Uh, so to be the Chiefs and Rams, and I think the Chiefs will probably win their second Super Bowl in three years uh, because I don't see them. Um, it seems like they're getting hot at the right time. They lost last year in a pretty embarrassing game, so I think they'll, they'll be playing with a bit of a chip on their shoulder. I think that the uh, Chiefs are going to win this year and that uh, we're going to see more stupid um, TikTok influencer crap from this Jackson Mahomes. So that is my pick. Um, let's actually go with Chris next. Uh, Chris, what's your pick here? I, I I I hate to agree with you, Joe. I really do. I I want to say I I I I agree that Kansas City is going to be in it. I agree that LA is going to be in it. I really want to see LA win. Yeah, I think that it's a storybook, um, uh, like a fairy tale story that L.A. is going to play a Super Bowl on their home turf and the first year in their stadium, uh, you know, or whatever. uh, First time in their stadium that they're having they're hosting the Super Bowl and they could actually take it all as the home team. I think that 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 is uh, that's what I'd like to see last year. 
I know, but I don't care because that was that was Tom Brady. <laughs> I don't care about that. He's, he's okay. the goat. <laughs> and you also have a lot of guys. <laughs> I work <laughs> at like a, a a block from that stadium, so I'm sure. Sorry, yes, I know you do. That's okay. I know they. I know they won, but I don't like to count that one. I mean, Just listen. I have you got. But it happened. Tom Brady, though, from what he's done, I think you have to respect it. Oh, absolutely. I, I yeah. mean, there's just no question about it. But, you know, he's just uh, he, he's at a point where, you know, anything less than a Super Bowl win is a failure. And he failed. So, yeah, and that's that's the no, he's that's retiring when you're that good. He should. He should. He, he accomplished everything he needed. You know, guys like um, Mahomes, Stafford, these guys, you know, these guys want to make a name for themselves. Mahomes already did. I think Stafford, I'd love to see him win. I really well, would. After his and- years in Detroit. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. After his just years in Detroit, agreed. and he's and he's above average quarterback, no question no, about it. No, I, I I'd love I to see him agree. take it, man. He deserves it. He deserves it of anybody in the league. So that's my pick. I'm going to pick LA. Let's actually go Who's with next? Art next. Since, yeah, uh, what Chris since... said. I'll 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 do what Chris <laughs> said. Exactly exactly what he said. Um, and um, here's a fart sound. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even know who Matt Stafford is, Art? Sounds like a very nice man, and I'm sure his mother loves him very much. Unlike you. That's Ooh. true. Yeah. <laughs> sounds about right. Oh, Jesus. Oh, it sounds about right. <laughs> Art, do you know who Tom Brady Go is? Go Rams! <laughs> You're a homer. Yeah. Art. Asshole. Art. He's an asshole. Yes, I am, Kenny. I apologize. Art, has your mom ever talked to you about BBJ and how she's embarrassed that you've never continued on your country's tradition? BBJ. Oh, BBJ. Uh, I'm, yes. <laughs> Chris time. just said, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> BBJ. Yeah. Wait, Chris, do you seriously say what is that? I know what BBJ is. I thought you were talking about some jujitsu thing, but BBJ is something totally different. So, yeah. <laughs> Talk to me. Talk so to me clearly, BBJ. I just want to go ahead and comment for everybody here. Chris, BBJ, is clearly not been, Chris has not been listening to the show is what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Have you not listened to the show? Not hey, really. great to have you back, Chris. Thank you for I'm not happy supporting to be back, us. Thank this you. has been wonderful. <laughs> this is fantastic. Oh, <laughs> Joe, can Christ. I get a fuck Chris drop from you? <laughs> fuck Chris. Okay, cool. We'll That's, do that. Hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Hold but, on. Um, Hold on, just one more time. All right. Fuck Chris. There we go. Because, I mean, we already have... Ben is a dickhead. Even <laughs> Ben, who's a dickhead, is a family member. <laughs> no one cares about that. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess, yeah, I mean, it would be cool for the Rams to have something, I guess. I'm just here for the commercials, and I can't wait to see my BoJack Horseman live-action Michael Bay extravaganza. So <laughs> that's what I say about that. All right, Justin, what's your pick here? Well, I have a different point of view. Um, you know, <laughs> I, no, knowing that the Bengals have never done shit forever, I'd love to see them do well. But the the parts manager from the shop that I worked at for for a long time is from uh cincinnati i can't get behind that that team 
So I don't give a crap about the AFC teams. What I want to see, I want to see San Francisco win because Garoppolo sat behind Tom Brady and got pushed out. And I'd love to see him lead the 49ers to a championship. So I'm going with, I don't care on the AFC side, Chiefs, Bengals, take your pick. But I want to see the 49ers beat the Rams and beat the AFC team and the 49ers continue the 49ers storied history and win their whatever ring this would be. I want to say it would be the fifth, could be sixth. I don't know. Don't quote me on it, but fifth. Okay. I I know the 49ers got a bunch. They have five. I want to see Tom Brady's backup, who no one ever thought crap about, win a championship. He's crazy. Yeah. um, Fucking nuts. How sad would it be? Well, actually, not sad. It would be actually perfect for like this podcast if the Super Bowl was actually the Bengals and 49ers, especially (laughs) since we. Would with the exception of Justin, no one spoke about him. So it's uh, that well, should be interesting. This this is actually footage from the future of Justin celebrating being right. That's my favorite drop, by the way. <laughs> Hands down. It's, I, I hate it's that. It's his drop. as well. Kenny <laughs> loves it. I hate that drop. Kenny, how would you score this? Uh, <laughs> Uh, I would say nobody gets points because nobody said the Ravens. The Ravens aren't in it. it. I I hey, look, I'm, I'm sure a it's die a hard fan. Country, they're gonna have a T-shirt about it, so it's okay. <laughs> Not yet. Ain't no T-shirts yet in the third world country. <laughs> oh, it's AFC North champion T-shirts for the uh, Baltimore Ravens. That, that, may may, that may be a t-shirt yes, because that, it was be literally one game away and they couldn't yes. even do it. Farts. Farts. Exactly. Farts. That's what they did. What did, they somebody, didn't play did somebody say farts? farts? Double farts. Hey, Art, your, your name is in farts. Hey, you can't have a fart without art. So, you know, <laughs> I'm always there. <laughs> That's why we can. all love you. Yeah, that's, a, that's a drop. And that's why I right, bring us home. All right. So, Super Bowl halftime shows. I'm not going to talk about the greatest one or ask you the greatest one you think you saw. I want to know the greatest one that you would concoct with three <laughs> artists, dead or alive. Oh, sweet. That's what I want to know. And I'm going to kick this one off. I'm going to go with Billy Joel, one of my favorites. Bob Marley and Jimi Hendrix. Nice. That would be my three to see on stage how together. Do you compete with that. What would, what would they be that's playing? That's what but, I would go with. But how would they all blend their styles? They would. They would, they would they have play? to blend it in together. You know, they would just have to blend it in together, like all the other artists do. And just you know, just think about that. Those are the three I would pick. What say you, Art? Oh, I'm just looking up something real quick. So uh, go to... Yeah, great. Joe just fucking left. He just walked away. I'm here. Okay. No, I, I I was leaning back and thinking, asshole. Oh, sure you were. Okay. Do you Are you ready um, to go? Because I'm still thinking a little bit here. 
Um, and the artist can be fans or whatever too. So whoever. <laughs> that was uh, Billy Joel, Jimi Hendrix, and who? Billy Joel, Jimi Hendrix, and Bob Marley. Bob Marley. I'm just trying to imagine like the reggae rock piano. Yes, that's that's what I'm saying. How sick would that be? Because you know they would bring it together if they could. If they I were, I kind of want to find all three songs and just play at the same time to get an idea what that would be like. So <laughs> I would think that I would think that the greatest halftime show. Uh, oh, I'm actually. <laughs> For, for one, it would have to involve breast uh, because mm. I keep on thinking back to the, the oh, whole Janet uh, Jackson. Jackson that, that breast is not an artist, uh, uh, though. Yeah, there are but, with breasts. So. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, you know, I keep on thinking back to that and just how scandalous it was. And, and that was actually one of the topics that I had pitched for this evening was talking about the breast incident. Uh, but... <laughs> but um, <laughs> I would have to think, well, look, it's like, you know, I can respect, um, I can respect Chris's answer there, but to me, if you're doing like the greatest halftime show of all time and you have a choice between, you know, living and dead artists, I, I, I would have to go with, stri with strictly dead artists because, you know, people that you'll never hear again. And so, I mean, I would think, so I would think that you would have to hear, you know, even though it's different eras and genres and whatnot, but, you know, I would want to see some of the greatest entertainers of all time and Elvis Presley, uh, Freddie Mercury. And I'm, 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 I'm having a hard time thinking up a third one there all to share the stage at the same time. And I'm, I, I don't know, like Tupac or something like that. And it's like, you know, um, <laughs> and I'm just thinking about, you know, a bunch of a bunch of dead people who, you know, know fuck all about each other and could probably make for one hell of a show. And uh, perhaps we could see some titty as well. OK, so you want to make it a not show. down to see any of their titties. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Why do you like man breasts, Joe? Because <laughs> there's something he does BBJ. Okay. Um, so, uh, oh, Jesus, Joe. <laughs> it's like looking at a corpse. What's wrong with your skin? I missed it. I was typing. Oh, well, review the footage later. My God. <laughs> so, mine is going to be a little. You, you, mine's going to require a bit of imagination. I know that's going to be a stretch for you, Joe, but I want you to try. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. More Michael Bay, right? Of course. No, this Gosh. is going to be different. This is going to be actually the 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 producer is going to be Timbaland because he just everything he touches is gold. <laughs> hey, according, it, it, to, according to Weezer. Agreed. <laughs> so, all right. So, living and dead, it would be Gordon Lightfoot. Yes, man. <laughs> Disturbed and Tupac. And now go right. along with me here. You would start with Gordon Lightfoot, like a solo light coming up on him, playing his instrumental, like, you know, the, the fucking wreck of the Edmonds Fitzgerald. And I don't know if you guys have heard lately some of Disturbed's more interesting covers. Like they did a cover of si uh, The Sound of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel. It's actually pretty cool. So they've shown that they can give a hard edge to like these classic, you know, singer-songwriter things. So then the lights come up on Disturbed wrapped around, you know, as a band, and then they start playing their heavy underlay. 
And then, as Tupac has been known to do, they would he would come on stage and layer in some flows between the verses that Gordon would be playing. It would be like three styles just flowing in fluidity of time and just reaching all nations. It would be fucking badass. That's what I say. You know, awesome. I'm, I'm trying to remember how many people died on board uh, the Emma Fitzgerald. 29 so um i'm i'm imagining tupac pouring out an ounce for every person who died <laughs> well that's, that's a lot of ounces that's, that's a um, lot of ounces that's incredible <laughs> <laughs> okay i don't think Pac ever did that on stage but we'll go with it <laughs> <laughs> okay justin please help us all right. Well, I have three <coughs> epic bands that hated each other, but would have been absolutely epic on stage. I have Led Zeppelin, The Who, mm. and The Beatles. Ah. Put those three together for a Super Bowl show, halftime show, and it would absolutely be the most epic show ever in the history of the world. The Who named Led Zeppelin. I, I don't. I, I don't quote me, but one of the members of the Who said that uh, Led Zeppelin's new band would go over like a lead balloon, and that's where they got their name from. And of course, they were both jealous because the Beatles made it so big in the United States before they did. Led Zeppelin, The Who, and The Beatles would be the greatest half bowl, uh, a Super Bowl halftime show ever in the face of this planet. Done. I win. Period. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. Period. But you know what? Getting back to to uh, Janet Jackson's breast. You know, with that no, thing, no, you know, I, I would take that, Led Zeppelin, the Who, and the Beatles over her breast yeah, any day. But, period. But with, that, with that thing on there, I don't know if that was a nipple clip or or what you call it, but I mean, it's like who cares? Are, are you looking at a picture of it now, Joe? I am not. I am not. Just <laughs> both hands are up. Both hands are up. Okay. Uh, but uh, but I was going to say that like it, it it was so staged. And oh, I mean, of course it was. Yeah. And it fucked the FCC for years to come. We're still paying for that crap. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So that was actually my topic. So I guess this was kind of a two for one topic here. Actually, wasn't it Chris's topic? Huh? It was Chris's topic. No, but I'm saying that. But he submitted it, so. Well, no, 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 no. I submitted the part about Janet Jackson. Oh, well, whatever. You're talking about breast. I said pick an artist and you said breast. That was that yeah, was your artist. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I was I, actually yeah. gonna give it I, the, the image of Elvis Presley, Freddie Mercury, and Tupac all dressed up like giant breasts, like really fascinated me. Like I was really into that. Yeah. Um, guys, we're gonna before Kenny gives out the points, we're gonna have a little oh, that was it. Of what oh great. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, hold on. Okay. Poke check, poke check, poke check. So this, ah, did you say coat check? I said poke check. Ah, I don't know what Hog you like. champ. It's hog, hog champ. Jesus yeah. Christ. All right. Look, here, just sit back and listen to the majesty 
of my halftime show. An air and sea this search is continuing for possible survivors of the Edmund Fitzgerald, a 729-foot <laughs> ore carrier, which apparently broke apart and sunk last night on Lake Superior. The ship and its 29-man crew vanished in a storm with 80-mile-an-hour winds and wave heights up to 25 feet. All that has been found is an oil slick and some debris. And still, I see no changes. Can a brother get a little peace? <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> this is the worst Agreed. thing that you've this ever is, done. This is, this is the best Super Bowl halftime show ever. <laughs> talk with you again. I can only give the one eyebrow lift so high. What the hell is happening? Oh, I'm about to take my headphones off. Dude, dude, that's enough. We've been like over a minute. This is painful. <laughs> if you're just emphasizing your loss, then bravo to you. It's proving how much you lost. You are welcome. I know that shit brought a tear to your eyes. You are fucking welcome. That was beautiful. Yeah, it was, it was. amazing. <laughs> All right. Painful tears are not included. Oof. I'll be fast forwarding through that bit when I listen to it later in my truck. <laughs> Don't put that in YouTube. <laughs> that will not be a highlight. Okay, Kenny, no. talk us through this. Get talk us out. <laughs> All righty. Oh, well, I dropped that window. All right. <laughs> Thank you to our guests tonight, Justin, Chris. Thanks for joining us, as always. Nice uh, to meet you. List, Thank you. Listeners, nice to meet you listeners, don't fret over the recent stock market drops. Lex Duckett is still climbing to the moon, so bye, bye, bye. I'll have that Sir Philip Green Lionheart yacht I've been wanting in no time. <laughs> You can find us at thatwasdisappointing.com or wherever you get your podcast from. We release a brand new episode every Monday. Join the disappointed. Become a Patreon supporter and be the first to receive exclusive new content from your favorite dysfunctional podcast. Joe, Art, play us out. I got the blues. I got the blues. I've got the alcoholic. No more beer. I Oh, that was... Ugh. The score on what?